Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Welcome back to The Missing Piece, everybody. Paul here, flying solo again this week. Angie is absolutely crushing it. And she's at home onboarding a bunch of new clients right now. And so, Mondays is our window to podcast. She's unable to sync up with me since this is my baby and YouTube is more her baby. I'm here riding without Angie to moderate me. Anywho, she'll be back, I'm sure, at some point. But in the meantime, you get my thoughts without her keeping me on track. So, what we're talking about today, the thoughts that we're talking about is the identity crisis that goes along with flexible dieting. And it is the biggest trap you can fall into with flexible dieting. It's the biggest trap you can fall into. And it's the reason some people succeed in the long term. It's the reason a lot of people fail and scratch their heads and go back to their old ways. All right. Before we get into it, head on over to missingpeacepodcast.com. Jump on, leave us a little review on iTunes. That would be huge. That would be huge. Just a couple sentences about what you found valuable about the podcast. You know, what, what would help somebody who is looking for a new podcast? They read your review. They'd be like, ah, I was looking for that too. And then they listen and voila, a positive upward spiral. Join a free Facebook group. And then I've got that, that page split up now so you can go see what Paul's up to, see what Angie's up to. So go follow us on Instagram, all that good stuff. But if you go to Angie's page, you know, she's got a, her YouTube link and then also resources more geared towards women. And if you go to my page is resources more geared towards guys. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward, right? Rather than straddling the line and being unisex and everything, we're now going that direction. So there you go. Head on over, jump onto our email list, grab, grab some of the stuff that we've got um, available for download and we'll go from there. All right. Now, let's talk about this identity crisis of flexible dieting because this is, this is a huge trap that we see a lot of people fall into. So first of all, what is flexible dieting? It simply means this, man. From a scientific standpoint, in, when it comes to weight loss, the only thing that matters is calories in and calories out. Okay? So if you consume fewer calories than you burn, you'll lose weight. That's it. Literally it. And, you know, from a body composition standpoint, if you consume sufficient protein, so enough protein, and you lift weights, you're going to hold on to or even build a little bit more muscle. If you're in a calorie deficit, then you're burning body weight, and most of that weight will come from fat if you're also lifting and getting protein. Pretty cool, right? And so what flexible dieting means is that you can literally eat any food you want, especially because with modern technology, it is so easy to track, and there's nutrition information everywhere. You can eat whatever food you want, and you can still lose weight. So it's pretty cool. And, you know, I like that because now it's pretty straightforward for me to navigate social events, um, have things that I enjoy, like I like a good beer. I like a good Manhattan, a good old fashioned. I, I, I like pizza, but not that much burgers, you know, whatever, whatever, man. I don't know, whatever, whatever it is you're into. You can have those things and still lose weight, which is cool. But the trap and the identity crisis comes when people get into flexible dieting and they don't upgrade their identity to be that of a fit person. 
and it what it's, it it looks an awful lot like codependency versus interdependency. So let me start there. Codependency and interdependency are it's a concept we talk about in our coaching quite a bit. Okay, so in interdependency, in interdependency, both individuals are happy and on stable legs and strong and know what they stand for and individually and independently happy. And then they go and they form a union, a relationship. And because they're both independently happy and there's room in the relationship for them to both grow as individuals, the relationship can grow and blossom into something you know, where the, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And it's, it's, a, it's amazing. That's where you want to be. And that's where we want to get to with our clients. You know what I mean? So we, we, don't, we don't want clients who need us. Like, oh my God, just tell me what to do. I, I, I need you forever. Like, no, that's not what we want. We want to educate you, empower you, so that you are able to do it on your own over time. And if you choose to stick around, that's awesome. Because you're looking for more growth and you want us to be along with you for the journey. That's great. What I don't want is a codependent relationship with a client. Because in a codependent relationship, often described as toxic relationships, the parties need each other. One or both parties needs each other. And therefore, the growth of both is stagnated. So what codependency looks like in coaching is I never tell you how to do it on your own. I just give you the fish week after week here. Do this exact workout. Eat four ounces of broccoli right at 1130 or whatever, (laughs) you know, and you never learn how to do it for yourself. Therefore, you can never advocate for yourself and grow in your knowledge. And if you want to maintain the result, you have to stick with me forever. Now, what does that do for me? It keeps me dependent on your income forever. And it keeps me uh, from growing, really, because I can never grow in my knowledge because I'm too busy spoon feeding all the clients that I have because they're all dependent on me. And that might feel good to stroke my ego. It's a horrible way to go through life, making everybody dependent on you. Anyway, that's why it's often called a toxic toxic relationship because both parties' growth is stagnated. Okay, so just keep that in in the back of your head. In an inter Dependent relationship, both parties are happy in their, their growth is uh, there's room for them to grow in the relationship because they're independently happy in a codependent or toxic relationship. The happiness of one or both parties depends on the other. Therefore, the growth of both is stagnated. Now, what does it have to do with food, pizza and calories? I'm so glad you asked. All right, because when you are a fit person. And I'm not just talking about abs here. When you are mentally, physically, and emotionally or spiritually fit, I use those emotionally and spiritually interchangeably. When you are that, you are independent. Your happiness and your contentness, is that a word, with life, isn't dependent on external factors. Right. No matter what happens outside the world, you know who you are, what you stand for, what you stand for and how you're going to navigate it. That's a beautiful place to be. So now. When you introduce things like you have a like you go to a social event at a bar and there's a gorgeous pint of beer waiting there for you that your friend bought for you. And you guys are going to share a pizza. You sit here and go, man, I could have been just as happy at home with 
whatever, boiled chicken and rice. But here I am enjoying the shit out of this beautiful meal that I'm so lucky to have. Now, that's a fit person. That's an interdependent relationship with the world. I'm happy regardless. And now I get to experience the world in a way that I appreciate everything so much more. Sensual pleasures, because that's what (laughs) I understand the word sensual might not have been the best choice there. But what I meant was pleasures of the senses like food and drink now amplify my experience. I was happy to begin with. And now I get to really enjoy this thing and celebrate it. And it's awesome. Uh, a toxic relationship is, oh my gosh, I could never imagine a life without pizza again. I can never imagine a life without beer. I can never imagine a life without wine. My happiness depends on the pleasure of my senses. I'm not independently happy. My happiness is dependent on these external things, whether it's external food that I feed my face or it's external media that feeds my brain. Or it's external energy that I have to extract from my relationships, which these are probably, to- that's a toxic relationship, right? You're a freaking vampire if that's, the, if that's what's happening, right? And so now the identity crisis is your identity as someone who can't do without those things creates a toxic relationship. And so, yeah, in theory, in theory, you can lose weight while having pizza and you can lose weight while drinking beer and you can lose weight while drinking wine. You can lose weight while having chocolate. Yeah. Like so. So maybe you can increase your physical fitness doing those things. And it might even look the same on the outside. But internally. You have a toxic relationship and you are not mentally and emotionally and spiritually fit at that point because what you're doing is saying my happiness depends on those things. There is a literally like a hole in my heart. There is a hole in my soul that I have to fill that void with. I mean, guys, just think about that for a second. Right. I know it's easy to be like, man, like I know it's easy to sit here and be like, I can never do a life of chicken and broccoli. That's what a lot of people say. I can't just have chicken and broccoli and whitefish for the rest of my life. Dude, I totally get that. When you think when you think that way, when you think that that's what it takes to be fit and you think that being fit physically is what is going to make you fit emotionally. Like when I have the abs, then I'll be content. Those things are roadblocks to you. But if you are thinking that way, I can see how it's a daunting task to be like, wow, I can't live that way. And there, ergo, I cannot live without whatever, peanut butter. And that's fine. But think about what you're really saying. What you're saying is, I'm unhappy. I need something to make me happy. I need something other than my own company. I need something other than my own life to make me happy. That's a very ungrateful way to go through the world. And without gratitude, it's going to be really, really hard to ever celebrate the amazing things that happen in life. So the point is, if you, if you were to say that about an actual hard drug 
or any other vice out there, right? Like if somebody came to you and they were like, man, I just, I don't think life is worth living if I can't go to a strip club anymore. You'd be like, bro, that's very sad. Like I'm sad for you. You know what I mean? That'd be ridiculous. If somebody said, man, Paul, I don't think life's worth living if I can't do heroin anymore. You'd be like, dude, let's get you some help. Not only because you're in physical danger, but because what the hell is wrong with you? You got, you got to, you got to fix up some things emotionally and spiritually, right? You have to change your identity. You have to become something You have to become what you were born to become, not this shell of it, right? So why is it any different? If somebody says, I can never live, I can't imagine life without chocolate again. You'd be like, really? Like your happiness, how content you are with life comes down to whether you can have some M&Ms. That's insane, bro. That's a symptom of having some deep-seated shit going on inside. Some deep-seated discontent. If that's even a word, I don't know. So the point, the identity crisis comes in because that's who you are. You have this toxic relationship with food, and you are identifying as a person. You are identifying as a person who is not fit spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. That's how. That's what you're saying. If you're saying, "Man, I just..." Can't even imagine life if I can't ever have Rice Krispies again. Like, dude, you are not emotionally fit. And you are choosing to identify that way. And the only way to break free of that and break into interdependency, which means like, man, I'm happy no matter what. (laughs) I'm, I'm excited no matter what. And being able to experience pleasure from food and drink is just icing on the cake. You, you, need, you need to identify as somebody. You need to identify as that next level version of yourself. Right? You need to look deep and be like, man, what is it going to take for me to have that, that happiness, that, that content, no matter what? And, and people, it's often backwards. Like, and I kind of alluded to this earlier. So many times we think, man, once I get the physical body, once I get the X amount in my bank account, once I get the title at work, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Once I get there, then I'll be content. And of course, that never happens. Right? Of course, that never happens. So what, what we want to do is flip that on our head and say, like, what's it going to take? And who do I have to become? And who do I have to identify to be content first? And then once I have that, now I've got a platform and a solid foundation to go and accomplish all those things, to build the physical body, to sell whatever at work, to achieve the title, get the promotion, because those things just add to a life that I was already happy to live. But if my happiness depended on them, I'd let, I'd I would, I would take a hard look internally and be like, man, how do we, how do we do this work? And that's why, that's why in our programs, you know, in, in, in Angie's Angie method and my metaphysique, 
yeah, it's it's about macros and lifting, guys. Obviously, but I didn't invent that shit, and that's not what's that's not what is going to get you there in the long run. You have to do the mental and emotional work to go with it. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point in being fucking jacked and just sad all the time? There's really no point. You know, there's, there really is no point. But if you can build your mental and emotional fitness to the point where <laughs> you feel truly alive and, and, and you're growing and you see potential for yourself and you see yourself growing in a way that doesn't require anything external other than you just pursuing your own vision, then that internal uh, process, that internal vision will become an external reality. And that goes for, again, everything, man. That goes for your physical fitness. That goes for work. That goes for creative, you know, endeavors. The whole deal, man. It all, it all starts with the internal alignment. And it starts with identifying as the person who's content no matter what. That's all I got for you guys for today. <laughs> I know it's an abrupt ending, but like, I don't want to beat a dead horse because build that shit inside first. The external will appear. I promise. All right. I'll talk to you guys next time.